welcome to the Lonnie Swain Show podcast. I'm your host, Lonnie Swain. I'm a media veteran, digital content creator, and strategist. My career has required many cross-country relocations from my hometown of New Orleans to Baltimore, St. Louis, Chicago, Dallas, back to New Orleans, and now Miami, Florida. The purpose of this show is to remind you that everyone has to go through something to get somewhere. I lead personal and professional development conversations in hopes of inspiring you to live your best and most authentic lives. And just a reminder, I always love to know what you think about the podcast. So don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share. Thank you so much for listening. Now let's get into the show. Hey guys, today we are going to be talking about redefining our relationship with hair. Because us women, especially women of color, are so emotionally attached to hair. And I'm kind of going to talk about why I think that is and how I am trying to reconcile those feelings and those emotions about my hair since I just recently cut it all off. But before I get into that, I hope your 2019 is off to an amazing start. We're already halfway through January, almost to February. And so you know what that means, right? Valentine's Day is coming. And so if you are trying to figure out what you're going to get for your boo, your mom, your aunt, your dad, your cousin, your uncle, all the people that you love the most, might I make a suggestion? Lonnie Lou's homemade candies. They are so amazingly delicious. A perfectly salty, sweet combination. Milk chocolate, white chocolate, and dark chocolate options available pecans pretzels and other salty sweet ingredients made from the finest and freshest ingredients in a time-tested New Orleans family recipe so whenever I tell people New Orleans family recipe they're like okay we know it's gonna be good because New Orleans people can make some of the best food and I'm biased but I do believe that to be true so take a look at the website lonnielouz.com l-o-n-i-l-o-o-s.com when you join our newsletter you get free shipping on your first order. So enjoy. And if you try them, let me know how you like them. I would love your feedback. We also have chocolate chip cookies as well. If you have any nut allergies, the chocolate chip cookies are a great option. The nuts are optional. But if you like nuts, you can get your chocolate chip cookies with pecans or walnuts. Also check out our Instagram at Lonnie Lou's. You can see some more pictures and also some reviews. We're on Yelp as well. If you need further proof that they're amazing. Now let's get into today's episode, why I cut my hair. After I posted a picture on Instagram a couple days ago, I started getting text messages. What made you do it? What was the motivation? Because uh, before I cut my hair, I had actually been growing my hair for eight years, nine years, because it seems like it's an eight, nine year tradition that I cut all my hair off. I first did it in 2001, then again in 2010, and now in 2018 actually we're going to get to that technicality in a moment but um, my hair was pretty long I loved my hair I had finally figured out the technique and products that worked well for my natural hair so that I could consistently get the look that I was going for so why would I cut it all off that is a great question well to get the look that I loved it was taking me so much time to do it because I didn't like how anyone else did it but me 
and it was literally taking me about six hours to do my hair. So I was dreading wash day. I had a lot going on in my life trying to reevaluate my priorities. I was in the midst of making a cross country move and I just felt like I really didn't have time for hair. I was frustrated with it. And as everybody knows, if your hair is not done, that just kind of puts a damper on your day. So I was feeling like if I cut my hair off and it's short, I can be wash and wear hair, just wash and go and quickly have a look or a style. And I was seeing so many pictures of shortcuts that just look so put together and chic. I was like, that's going to be me. I want low maintenance, but high style factor. So cut all my hair off. And after I cut it off, I wasn't feeling it. And as I mentioned, I've cut my hair twice before. So it's not like that was something new to me. But for whatever reason, this time, it really took a toll on my confidence. And I felt really insecure, so insecure that I was wearing a wig um, for five months. And although I just recently posted a picture on Instagram, like I just cut my hair, I'd actually cut it right after my birthday in August of 2018. I didn't tell anybody except for the people that I was going to have to come into physical contact with who may see me without a wig. And I just really felt like I didn't want to be seen. I was in hiding. What I had to realize was that it wasn't just about the hair. It was that I felt like I had gained some weight. Now, by most people's standards, I am not big, but just and realistically, depending on what time of day I get on a scale, I really haven't gained much weight, maybe five pounds. But for me, I just felt like I wasn't liking the way I looked when I looked at myself in the mirror. And I felt like the hair was a distraction from all of that. And I think of that Solange song, uh, Cranes in the Sky, is like I tried to write it away, sex it away, cut it away. And I think that, you know, probably the cutting my hair was that I was just kind of dissatisfied with where I was in my life, probably. And so I cut the hair off thinking, okay, I'm going to cut this hair and that's going to fix it. And then as soon as I cut the hair, I realized it didn't fix it. And so then it was like, I wanted the hair back, like as if that was going to fix it. But the reality is that external things can't fix internal issues. So I think overall, I was just very dissatisfied with where I was in my life. So the hair played a part in that something now to be dissatisfied about. But in the midst of my insecurities and and having issues with my hair, I felt like some of my femininity was taken away or I would look at pictures of myself and not like them and feel like, oh, I look like a boy. Oh, I don't look cute. Oh, blah, blah, blah. And there's serious history between women and, and hair and why it's so important to women. Femininity has long been attached to hair. I'm going to give you a little history lesson that I'm pulling from this Huffington Post article, Hair and History, Why Hair is Important to Women. It's by hair specialist Lucinda Ellery. And history shows that hair is a symbol of femininity dating back to the Civil War times when women weren't allowed to participate in battle. So hundreds of women soldiers actually disguised themselves as men by doing what? Cutting off their hair. 
Then, after the Battle of France in 1940, French women's heads were shaved as a punishment for their sexual relationships with German soldiers. Today, a woman's hair remains a symbol of femininity, a symbol of identity. Back in biblical times, according to 1 Corinthians 11:15, but for a woman, if her hair is abundant, it is a glory to her, for her hair is given to her for a covering. In 1 Corinthians 11:5, and every woman who prays or prophesies with her head uncovered dishonors her head, for she is on the level with her whose head is shaven. Yet again, a negative implication of a woman with a bare head is apparent in today's society. And I think of Tamar Braxton when she originally cut her hair, shaved it bald. It was like, oh my God, is she sick? She must be sick. Why else would she shave her head? And so it was all of these types of conversations and thoughts or even thinking back to back in the day a long time ago or not even that long ago when I would solicit men's opinions about what do you like in a woman or what do you find to be attractive most always the response was long straight hair or just long hair in general now some men are more open to the curly hair but it's just been reinforced that long hair is deemed more desirable more attractive as exotic even sometimes or as as definitely more attractive to men. And so it was all these things that I was thinking of that I think were just bubbling to the surface because my confidence was it wasn't where it needed to be in general. So it was these types of negative stereotypes or critiques or opinions that I was internalizing and making my issue with my own hair. So I totally get how people can avoid short hair because that's a tough place to be in. And that's something that nobody wants to have to kind of reconcile within themselves, like not feeling attractive, especially when it's, you know, in this situation, I chose that for myself. So how did I get out of the funk? Well, what I realized, one of the reasons why I was so dissatisfied with my haircut was, was because I was doing something that was unrealistic. I wanted this wash and go hair, but I didn't want to really maintain it. So when I first got the cut, I liked it. But as it grew out, it wasn't in a style. It wasn't in a shape. So I felt like I didn't like it, but I also didn't want to go and be tethered to a barber or a stylist to have to go to someone weekly to keep up the look. So that's unrealistic. Either you're going to be wash and wear and not care what it looks like, what the shape is, or you are going to care what the shape is and you're going to be committed to getting it cut regularly. You got to pick one. So I decided I wanted to go get a cut and I got really involved in the process of finding a look that I wanted that was achievable with the length of my hair at the time. So I found a style that I like, which I think is considered like a Betty Boop look. And I found some local stylists who had plenty of pictures on their Instagram demonstrating their ability to achieve that look. And I went and got a cut. And seriously, it was like that was the biggest magic snap like revelation right there that once I had a cut and a look that I loved it was like okay I love my hair like this not to mention knowing that if I wash it 
that day. It'll go back to curly. I had gotten it straightened. It'll go back to curly and I could do that in 15 minutes and it's not going to be a big time commitment. And if I want to keep getting it cut in this style, then I can. And now I have somebody that can do that for me. So it was really figuring out what my issue with the cut was and making peace with that and how I can fix that. Um, Tips for those considering a short look or not currently loving your short hair. Number one, figure out what cuts you like. So take a look at powerful, beautiful women with shortcuts. Halle Berry, hello, considered one of the most beautiful women in history, has notoriously rocked a short look pretty much the majority of her career. She's beautiful. She has been deemed the most beautiful woman with short hair. Charlize Theron, super sexy, deemed one of the most sexy women in America, in the world, rocks short hair. Do you like either of these women's hair? If so, bring their picture to your stylist or a stylist who you trust to to duplicate this look and get your Halle Berry on, get your Charlize Theron on. I think of Salon, she's like a style icon in my opinion, my humble opinion. She rocked a very short, um, pretty much almost bald look. And one of her reasons why she said that she went bald was to cut out the maintenance and the time that it was taking to do hair and to just kind of detach from hair. And she looked absolutely amazing with her short haircut. There's a quote actually that I posted on my Instagram. When a woman cuts her hair, she's about to change her life a la Angela Bassett waiting to exhale. When she was moving on to start that new chapter of her life, what did she do? Cut off all that hair. And I think that that was also what it represented for me because I cut it off and I kind of did it strategically before I made the move from New Orleans to Miami because it was like new city, new hair. That was how I felt. And I think that it can be very empowering to cut off all your hair, to start a new look, try something different, get out of your comfort zone because it can be symbolic of getting out of your comfort zone in other areas areas of your life, starting a new job, moving to a new city, ending a relationship, starting a new relationship. And I also think that channeling that strength from women that you admire who rock short hair, channeling that confidence, I think is a really great way to embrace your short hair and the idea of it. And when all else fails, short hair is perfect for rocking a wig because you don't have to try to stuff all your hair underneath a wig. So whenever you want to change your look, if you want to rock a a pixie today, if you want to have a bob tomorrow, if you want to have long hair down to your waist the next day, you can absolutely achieve that look with wigs or weave and it's little to no commitment. So you're not having to, you know, grow your hair that long. 
long or cut your hair into a bob or do any of those things, you can just switch it up on a daily basis if you want to take that thing off when you get home and let your scalp breathe. Also, wraps, scarves are super chic, super elegant and great ways to also change up your look. And then when in doubt with a short haircut, throw on some big earrings and maybe a little makeup, at least some mascara, some eyeliner, some lipstick, and you are good to go. Very chic, very elegant, and it's just very striking. It's a great way to bring the attention to your face and not hide behind hair because I think that so many people do that as well. I, for one, have my hand in the air because I feel like I was doing that, hiding behind hair. As of right now, I'm loving my short hair. The reason why I did it yet again, just to save time. And I do absolutely love that fact that if I feel like I need to wash my hair, I don't have to plan a whole day around it. I just hop in the shower and wash it. But it's just really a time saver and I think it's a great journey to embark upon if you've never done it because it does make you kind of have these conversations with yourself and realize what things you're insecure about when you look in the mirror. And if your confidence is attached to external things, then that can always be problematic. So really tapping into that inner beauty that is always with you, regardless of the length of your hair, the clothes on your back or the makeup on your face. Just remember that, celebrate it and enjoy the flexibility of being able to do whatever it is that you want with your your hair or your external features and another thing to do when in doubt put on India Iris I am not my hair play it 20 times 30 times a day if you need to because trust me that's one of the things that I also did but I hope that this was insightful was helpful and inspires you to embrace the hair on your head or the hair that you let go of and just rock whatever you got going on with confidence It's your hair to do whatever you want with and you define what femininity is because after all, you are a woman. Don't let no man tell you what is feminine or not. And don't let the opinions of other people define what beauty is or means for you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Lonnie Swain Show podcast. Please visit my website, LonnieSwain.com, where you can sign up for my monthly newsletter, check out companion blog posts, show notes, and lots of other cool stuff. This podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Buzzsprout, CastBox, Anchor, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and my website. I love and appreciate all of your feedback, so don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share it with at least three people who you think would enjoy it too or benefit from the information. Until next time, go where you are celebrated and appreciated, not just tolerated. Talk to you soon.